Special Agent Utah, this is not some job flipping burgers at the local drive-in. Yes, the surfboard bothers me. Yes, your approach to this whole goddamn case bothers me. And yes, you bother me! And Pappas! Oh, for the love of Christ. Just how the hell did I ever even let you talk me into this whole boneheaded idea to begin with? Harv, we're working undercover. It takes time. We produced a few... No, 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 no! Let me tell you what you've produced. Over the last two weeks, you two have produced exactly squat! Squat! During which time, the ex-presidents have robbed two more banks! Now, for Christ's sake, does either one of you have anything even remotely interesting to tell me? Caught my first tube this morning. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Rotten Potato Podcast, a podcast where four friends sit down and review movies that you absolutely should have already seen, but one of us never did. What is so funny, Scott? Yeah, I feel like I missed something, but Scott's <laughs> dying over there. Scott's just tickled. I, it, it, Nothing. <laughs> no, you got to tell us now. It's. I just find your openings always so funny. Really? <laughs> yeah. Why? I don't know. It's like sometimes I'm like, is it robotic? No, it's not robotic. It just feels so like forced sometimes. Oh, dang. Aww. I mean, that's why is, I said I didn't want to say it. It is a little forced <laughs> because uh, you guys used to give me crap about that's how true. monotone. Yeah. And I mean, I would. I listened back and it was very much... Hello, welcome to the <laughs> podcast. Thoughts for your thoughts. Yeah, essentially. So I, I think I, you should bring that back. I try. No, thoughts for I your thoughts. I don't like yeah. it. I think that NBC might own that. Oh, do they own the rights for that one? I don't know. I try to bring the energy. I just, I, I have to bring the energy for. I think maybe the coolest movie ever made. Oh yeah, we're doing Talladega Nights again, dude. <laughs> that's shake and bake, baby. <laughs> that's insulting. <laughs> To the actual actual coolest movie ever made. Uh, Face Off. Point Break. <laughs> oh, point Face break. Off is a close second. <laughs> Face Off, I think we could have that debate. Do yeah. you know what will be the coolest movie ever made? Uh, is The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent starring Nick Cage. Oh, will yeah. Be? Oh, for sure. Have, have you seen anything for I it? Well, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. out. Have you seen it? Is it out? Yeah, it's out. Oh, we should go see it. I know right now? for a little yeah. bit it had a hundred percent on the other guys, but it's since come down. Yeah, yeah all most movies start off at like the zero percent or a hundred percent for the first couple of mm. weeks. I I think any movie with Nick Cage you could make a case is the coolest movie ever made. Yeah, but like the ultimate Nick Cage movie is a Nick Cage movie where he's playing a washed up Nick Cage who gets involved in a spy conspiracy. Yeah, except he spends, it looks like from the trailer, like half the movie just being kind of like a sissy. Okay. And it's like, oh, well, that's, I don't know. That's not very cool. That's true. That's not very cool. But how alpha is it to make a movie called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent and then play yourself yeah. as a sissy? Nah. But here's the thing. Johnny Utah sounds so much cooler than Nick Cage. Johnny Utah. What about, though, Nick Coppola? No. Okay. What's Nick Coppola? His That's real name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's a he's a Coppola. Why did he change his name? Did he not want to be known? He didn't want nepotism, I think is what I read. He like wanted yeah. to make it on his own. Yeah, he wanted to make it on his own, and it was just a, like a catchy name. I Nick think Cage. Nick Coppola is a cooler name. I think so, too. He yeah. also didn't want to be in any mobster movies. <laughs> so he, 
change his name to Cage. Yeah, and and distance himself from his family so yeah. as to not be included. Uh, but uh, how, no, he he named himself after Luke Cage. How wild the comic of character! It, if if Nick Cage was in one of the Godfather movies, <laughs> I think he could have done it, like uh, playing bummer. Michael. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, he, if he was Al Pacino's character, yeah, <laughs> that would have been crazy. Yeah. I think that would have been the coolest movie ever made. That movie would have been unhinged. Yeah. <laughs> I want Nick Cage today playing young Al Pacino, though. Let's do it. Yeah. I think he would say yes. Let's remake The Godfather <laughs> and keep everyone the same except... Actually, let's just dub in Nick Cage's face. I think what I would love is a movie about them making The Godfather with, with Nick, Nick Cage. Cage is playing Al Pacino. Oh, okay. oh, gotcha. Nice. It's like Disaster Artist. So yeah. you recast everyone. Right. I never saw Disaster Artist. But you understand the concept? It's a movie about making a movie? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what movie are they making in Disaster Artist? Roo- the Room. The Room. Not room. That room. The Room. I yeah. never saw The Room or Room, so. Well, The Room is uh, like well uh, loved as the worst movie ever made. Do hmm. you think The Room is a movie you absolutely should have seen? No, I, here's the thing. I've had several people tell me that we have to do a combo episode of The Room and Disaster Artist. That sounds kind of fun. Maybe that could be our bonus episode after this season. Maybe. Yeah, yeah I like that. I had, speaking of The Room, I had a professor in college. And so The Disaster Artist had come out about a year and a half before I took this class. And then her entire course like all of her slides her syllabus was just full of the room jokes and disaster artist (laughs) jokes like a year and a half too late (laughs) but it was the first time the course was ever taught so it wasn't like it wasn't like it was old material right yeah she wrote it for this she was just really amped yeah like her favorite story is the making of the room pretty much that's funny. Well, we are we are actually <laughs> going to talk about uh, the coolest movie ever made, Point Break. Hey, wait, hold on. Before I feel like we're getting too far, who are you? Oh, I'm Tyler. Do we? I'm Scott. I'm, I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm Zach. Zach already introduced himself, and then they're just like, who are these other three people? Yeah. You know? I don't, I don't think even think Zach was asking. Yeah. But was, they might have been. Like, uh, hopefully, this is somebody's first episode. Let me ask, though, when you're listening to a podcast, do you care to know every single person's name? <laughs> it helps to follow the it conversation. Helps to follow, yeah. I just recognize their voice and, like, okay, this person's talking. I think it's a little talking. bit easier to pick out voices, like, especially like if some of us have similar voices, which I don't know. I don't know that I would say we do, but like they're all white male voices. Yeah. They're pretty similar. So like picking out like like putting a name to a voice, I think helps. I think so too. I agree. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. So that was our our, our show notes meeting. Uh, <laughs> now into the episode. Go ahead and start us again, Ty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh dang it. Oh yeah, it was turned oh. down too. Well, why don't we just do just the facts? Yeah, well well before we do just the facts, we are actually talking about point break. Zach, you nominated this movie. I did. How come? because uh, it's it's point break. It's it's the coolest movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to say about all of my picks from now on. It's dirty, Harry. It, I, I have heard self-evident. I've had so many people. I shouldn't say so many people. I've had a lot of people like surprised in the past that I had never seen this movie back when I had never seen it. Gotcha. Like, more than most of the movies we've done, I've had people say like, "How have you never seen Point Break?" I had someone say like, "This is my favorite movie of all time," and how have you not seen this movie? 
and it's it, like it's iconic, you know. And yeah. so wait, but you had seen it. You had gotten around to see it before watching oh, it for yes. this podcast. Yeah, this yeah. was my second time yeah. watching. Okay, it. cool. Yeah, um, I appreciate so, it. So now I get all the MCU references. Oh yeah, <laughs> there are some. In, yeah, yeah. I think there's some the, Point Break. Yeah, references in MCU. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I think it's the only reason Scott wanted to do this was podcast excited for it was to understand more MCU references. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> He's like, oh, I get it now. He needed to. I was like, man, there's so much pop culture out there that I didn't understand. He just needed to broaden his view of the zeitgeist just so he could understand Marvel better. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, Thor does look like him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I get it now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just a fun movie. Like it's a, I think it's a really fun movie. I think it's a, a cool movie, uh, and I think it's definitely a movie that everyone should have seen. Yeah. Well, Scott, now do you want to hit us with some of the facts? No, I wanted to do it earlier, but now it's, I'm not feeling it. Anymore. You want to turn that monitor over here, baby? <laughs> <laughs> oh well, actually, before we get into just the facts, I just looked at the date that this episode's dropping, uh, and so happy birthday to future me. Right. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> dropping on your birthday. It's dropping yeah, on this, my birthday, dude. Out. How are you feeling? Twenty one again. And your mom. <laughs> yeah. And my mom. mom yeah. But my mom doesn't listen to the pod. Well, you and were, happy anniversary to my parents. Happy anniversary to Dave and Bob. They do listen to the pod, dude. Happy anniversary to my cousin Ashley. And have yeah, a lot happened this a, day. A lot May second is a great day. And my and another one of my cousins actually, Nora. Happy birthday to all of you. And happy birthday to my to my nephew. Guys, this is a little bit wild. (laughs) This is too much. Are there other days in the year? (laughs) No. All right. Jake's actually going to hit us with the just the facts. Yeah. Since Scott doesn't feel like it. uh, I've never done this before, guys. So uh, let's, uh, you know, play along. Uh, So this movie was, what are you pointing at? Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at the sheet and then Scott's pointing at the top, but it made sense. Never mind. Uh, So this movie was released May, dude, no, not May 2nd. No. It's directed by Catherine Bigelow. This is going well. Uh, (laughs) Written by uh, Rick King and Peter, I can't read that from here. Lilith? Illith. Illith? Yeah. This was a bad idea. Yeah. (laughs) It was released on July 12th, 1991. Has a runtime of 122 minutes. The other guys gave it a 69%. IMDb gave it a 7.3. It had a box office of 84 million with a budget of 24 million. It uh, didn't have any awards and it wasn't nominated for any awards. However, there is an honorable mention here for MTW winner most desirable male Keanu. I don't know what MTW is. Zach. MTV? Oh, it says oh, it's, MTW. It's, 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 w. <laughs> it's supposed to be MTV. Oh, MTV. Yeah. MTV apparently uh, said Kana was the most desirable male. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, he was an honorable mention. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was sorry, no, wait, that's just us saying honorable oh, okay. mention. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, like we will. It, it, what, it wasn't an Academy Award. Those are the only things that we really include in just the facts. But sometimes when there's a, a, we'll, per, a noteworthy. <laughs> we'll throw MTW an honorable mention <laughs> from, from time to time. <laughs> from time. Is that like when we say the other guys, we call them MTW? MTW. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Cool. Well, uh, who was a That's late bloomer? Yeah, who was a late bloomer to this movie? I was late. Yeah. I had never seen it. Oh my gosh, both of you. Okay, you well, seen it, Scott? No, got it. I uh, I had seen this movie plenty. Uh, this one's up there for me. Like me and my little brother both like. Uh, it, it's one of the handful of things that we truly have in common is our love for this movie. Um, it's just a it's a really fun time. I like it a lot. Um, it's a it's a really good. Like, uh, in my opinion, like, it's just a really good, like, I don't action movie, like just senseless summer blockbuster action movie. Um, and so, yeah, I, I was excited to, 
to give it a watch again. I've probably seen this, yeah, in the in the dozens of times. So it was good to it was a good rewatch. How about you, Jake? Um, yeah, so I'd never seen it before, um, but I'd heard about it and I'd seen uh, the thumbnail a lot on Tyler's Apple TV, and I thought that looks pretty awesome. And then, <laughs> and then I saw and it was right. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'm getting into it. Hold on. Okay. I, then I saw that the character's name was Johnny Utah. And I was like, that's the coolest <laughs> cool guy name I've heard in my entire life. Uh, and it was, I mean, it was what I expected. Like it was, it was dumb fun. Like I enjoyed it. Uh, and like, obviously there was a lot in it that was like dumb and super cheesy, but I, it wasn't like, I didn't care that much, you know, cause it was just like a, an action movie. I would say that this is, I just thought while I was watching it, this is the movie I expected, the kind of movie I expected to be watching when I watched lethal weapon. Yeah. Uh, like this is that, but done in a way that I enjoyed. Yeah. You know? Oh, so you didn't like lethal weapon. I, I didn't really remember. like lethal weapon very much. And I, I expected something more similar to this, which I was more, more on board with. I'm really curious, like how they're different for you. Cause this feels really similar. Like that, I, I watched this. I'm like, Oh, this is like, I'm going to rate this similarly to how I rated like lethal weapon and speed. Like they all kind of seem in the same genre. That's me. what I, that was why I hesitated to say it. I was thinking about that on the ride over here. I was like, I don't know why. And I may, maybe we'll develop this as we talk about the movie more, but I was like, I don't know why I want to say this, but it is what I want to say, but I, I don't know that I can back it up Interesting. yet. Yeah. Okay. I was expecting this to be a very poor movie. <laughs> really? How, how come? <laughs> um, one, I've never had someone say, Hey, you want to watch point break or even Same. talk about it? Like when I think point the first time I even heard about point break was the reference in the MCU. Maybe wow. I, maybe I've had a lot of people recommend this to me because like I grew up with a lot of friends who surfed. surfers. Yeah. 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 It probably. is. This it is, is like in, their godfather. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> and like Zach, uh, my brother, yeah. uh, big surfer. And like, yeah, he's, I mean, when he first moved into his new house and like, he didn't have everything set up, like he sent me a picture of him watching point break. Like it's, it's definitely a <laughs> surf. Funny. Like, yeah, they, they show a little bit too much reverence for, for surfing and surfers in the movie. Too much reverence. I yeah. It, it, it feels, uh, you know, almost like endless summer, dude. Yeah. I disagree. I think that's what makes it as cool as it is. Maybe. I think I maybe know. that's why you didn't like Lethal Weapon, because they're not surfers. They're not <laughs> <Yeah>. surfing. <laughs> too, too few surfing I think scenes. It, there were no, no tubes caught. No tubes. Yeah. Like, literally, like, with one of the, I forgot if it's, like, one of the writers or producers or someone, but he was, like, thinking the story, and he's like, yeah, it's a it's a bank robbery story, and it's like an FBI is, is trying to find these bank robbers, but he was at the beach when he was thinking about this movie and, like, watching surfing, and he's like, what if I make them surfers? Interesting. I think that, like, elevates this to a 10 oh yeah sure sure i'm not saying that the fact that they were surfers wasn't cool but it's just like the way a lot of surfers are where they just kind of worship surfing yeah and it's it's just a bit much for me on a personal level <laughs> do you surf uh i can surf the lord of the dance surfs yeah oh okay no both of us can surf <laughs> okay. the, lord, the lord of the dance clogs on a board but uh <laughs> He, I, I can stand up on a board. I thought you, uh, the Lord of the Dance, clogged the water like a motorboat so you can like make it like. <laughs> oh, so the Lord of the Dance goes into a lake and then just starts clogging on the water. Yeah, but and he, then... he has like one foot on the surfboard, the other clogs in the water. <laughs> <laughs> He's like clogging like a motorboat. Oh, okay. He's not making the waves. No. 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 Okay. 
So anyway, Scott, we sort of cut off your thoughts. Oh, so you good. expected it to be dumb. I expected it to be bad, mostly because I'd never really heard of it. Uh, I legitimately remember like after the first reference of RDJ calling him point break in the movie, like looking up like what is point break? Wow. Like, you really had never heard of it? Never heard of it. Wow. Didn't have wow. a picture of it in my mind. That uh, feels like one of the more Scott things I've ever heard you say. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Anyway. I mean, th this was what back in like 2000. When did the first Avengers come out? I mean, oh. it doesn't matter. This movie came out in the 90s. So yeah. but I'm saying, I never heard of it even up to that point. Oh, God. And then from then to now, like this is the first time anyone's even suggested watching it. And so even like, they, they remade it just a couple of years ago. Like even then you didn't hear anything about it. I didn't it. hear well, anything about the remake. They, he had by then like, oh, Avengers watched. Had, yeah. Yeah. Like so he had looked it up by then. That's How was true. the remake? I'd never heard mm, anything not about great. it. Not great. I didn't see it. Okay. Not a fan. I own it. If you wanted to watch it, it's uh, it's like a like a uh, I don't know what to call it. Like it's it's not a a true remake of this movie. Okay. So are they like not surfers anymore? And like, is it like that <laughs> they're much? like rock climbers. Oh, seriously? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot I less mean, cool. But it's still called Point Break. No, they do surf, uh, but most of the time is not spent. Like they're just adventure enthusiasts. So they spend way more time doing everything but surfing. Interesting. Yeah. It's a lot less cool. It's way less cool. And also, uh, I, I mean, I only saw it the one time, but I don't even think that like, it's not even like a cop versus a, a robber kind of a thing. Like that's weird. Yeah. I kind of want to watch it now just to see <laughs> how don't. different it is. Yeah. So that's just it, it, like, I know I've heard about like sequels that aren't sequels, but that's just a remake. That wasn't a remake. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> Scott, this is a lot of buildup for you thought it was going to be bad. Well, you guys just keep jumping. I know. In guys I know. I'm sorry. It's cool. Um, yeah, I thought it was going to be bad. Uh, and so it ended up being a little better than what I thought it was going to be. Sure. But I didn't think it was anything amazing. Uh, I would put it probably close into the speed and uh, what's it called? Lethal, Lethal weapon. weapon category. So I was kind of pleasantly surprised because I enjoy those movies. I think they're fun. Yeah. Um, I could see this. This could have been an underwear movie. I don't know why my dad never showed it to us, you know? Not, I wouldn't, in, not into surfing. I wouldn't probably. be surprised if your dad had some sort of long grudge against Patrick Swayze. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Ever since Roadhouse. Yeah. Also, does young Patrick Swayze look at all like old Kurt Russell to you guys? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no. Not particularly, no. They, maybe they maybe we could post the side by side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll no. post. Because hey, young Patrick Swayze, in my opinion, if going off of Point Break, is very hot. Yeah. I, I would not describe old Kurt Russell as very hot. You can resemble somebody and one one person be attractive and one person be unattractive. Also, I would say That's maybe, true. maybe they don't. It looks like young Patrick Swayze could have grew old into old into? Kurt Russell. Okay, I yeah. could see that. Yeah. I, I'm going to need pictures to <laughs> really think about this, but I'll, I'll get back to you. We'll post the, it on the pod yeah, or I'll, on the Instagram next week. Wait for it. I'll, I'll reveal my official take on that. Yeah. So that being said, um, I don't think it was really special in the like music or shot category. Um, I think it had a lot of cheesy dialogue, like one-off things like our opening clip. Um, and so it was like critically not good, but yeah, it's a fun time. This is the perfect movie, I feel like, for uh, favorite scene. Like, what was your guys' favorite scene from this movie? 
or favorite line? I had one and it's, it was so dumb and it was at the very beginning and I don't even know if anybody would really even remember what I'm talking about, but it made me laugh. I probably can. Uh, but so Johnny Utah is shooting those targets for too long, (laughs) (laughs) like for so long. And then, and then he finishes and the guy looks at him and he just gives him this huge thumbs up and he goes hundred percent Utah. And then (laughs) I don't know why that made me laugh out loud, like alone in my house. (laughs) That really set up the whole movie though. Yeah, it like, really does. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right. This is <laughs> I don't know how though. Like I feel like this movie can get away with stuff that I would not enjoy or like find amusing in other movies. Oh yeah. But this movie can just It's do because it. it's Keanu Reeves. I think it's not the only reason. It, it, it's, it's it's like everything about it. It's Keanu Reeves, but it's also Gary Busey. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Busey is insane. <laughs> and it's, this is his most unhinged, I yeah, feel like. And, but everything about this movie is kind of insane too. Yeah. Like Gary Busey introduces himself and he's like, I've I fired my <laughs> weapon 27 times in the field. Are you kidding me? You're making me jump into a pool. Well, <laughs> What? What does what that have to do with anything? It's not. But and you said that like, Johnny Utah is the coolest name ever, which it is, yeah. without a doubt. But like everyone, no one has a normal name in this movie. I'm trying Pappas. to think about other names. It's like Angelo Pappas. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Bodhi, Bo- Bodivsta, <laughs> Bodazafa, Bodazafa. Yeah, that, that was his real name. <laughs> well, no, that's just what uh, I don't know. That's what Tyler calls him. It's, it's Bodazafa. Like, I, I was looking it up. Bodhisattva is like some some Buddhist state of mind. Or okay, something. so I yeah. think that's what he calls himself. Yeah, but like War Child, War Child is the oh, best yeah. name. <laughs> yeah, everyone has insane name. Everything about this movie is so weird and insane. Back yeah. off, in, War Child might the, be my favorite line in the entire movie. It's up there. <laughs> I think <laughs> the weirdest, craziest scene for me was the very beginning. Not a little bit after what Jake just described, but they're out together driving and like, he's not giving the young guy like a shot at anything. And then he like does this like weird mind trick voodoo on him by like getting him to scream. Yeah. And I'm like, does this work on anyone? Like it works on Gary Busey. <laughs> it works on Gary Busey for sure. I, I feel like a lot of stuff would work on Gary Busey. It wouldn't work on other people. I think my favorite scene bar none is uh, when they're, at the stakeout, waiting for the ex-presidents to come, and then Gary Busey starts waxing poetically about these meatball subs. <laughs> and then they miss it. <laughs> and, and he wants two, and he keeps talking about how he wants two, and it's 10.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get and he that. Ma- <laughs> that makes sense And to he me. makes John Utah go get two of these subs. Utah, two. <laughs> <laughs> Give me two. And the end, yeah, then they miss it. <laughs> I think when he sits back down, he's like, man, I should have had you get me three of these things. <laughs> I think it's because in our minds, we know Gary Busey is a psycho. And so he seems like he could be a real character. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. yeah I think that that uh, history has helped this character. Because uh-huh. <laughs> like when someone when you have like one of those like movies where characters just do ridiculous things but it doesn't seem like a real person that's when we're like oh my gosh but then you remember that gary Busey is not a real person (laughs) correct yeah that makes sense yeah that he is in fact a caricature yeah yeah (laughs) i think i think pappas is maybe my favorite character in this movie because like the way that he does his job is like i was watching it's like i don't know if this guy is like just uh, the best like most professional or just insane and just somehow like terrible at his job but somehow makes it work like the way that he's walking around and he's like so devoted to his craft 
when he's trying to get into that other surfer gang's house. Yeah. And he's asking everyone on the street, have you seen my dog? Have you seen my dog? And it's just like people he doesn't have to be interacting with. Yeah. He only has to he's ask just selling that it. Yeah. to the person who answers the door. But he, every person he passes on the street, he's like frantically looking for this fake dog. I think it's because he doesn't want people on the streets to freak out when he's like going to the doors. Or, I don't or know. if people yeah. in the house are watching. But or maybe he's but just there, a it's a It's a drug den. Like nobody in the house yeah. is aware of anything outside I don't of think the house. he had to be that committed to the bit. I don't think so either. Yeah, I think you're right. But he is. But he's, he's a, he's he's a, a professional. Pro. Yeah. He's he a did have some, he, he was pretty cool under a lot of, like like when he's going to check on Keanu, I don't remember what he said. But when, like, when he's getting the crap beat out of him yeah. by War Child. And then, uh, and then Bodhi comes up and Kiedis. says, him. is that Anthony Kiedis? Yeah. No way. <laughs> I, that just makes this movie cooler. Yeah. They That's not hired, War Child, by the way. No, but his oh. friend, Anthony oh, Kiedis. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I feel like I should have realized that. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, continue about that what, scene. What does he say? But he, he, he walks up and he has another... Gr- I remember thinking, wow, like that was solid cover, He honestly. sells it, yeah. Because yeah. then he realizes that Bodie came to rescue him. Uh, right. And he said something like, I'm looking for like this... I'm looking for my bike or something like that. It was something <laughs> yeah. like that. Some, somebody, somebody stole my bike. Somebody yes. stole my bike. You guys yeah. see someone with a bike? And he yeah. tells him to go look back there. <laughs> so you're right. He could just be a consummate professional. I just think he the, is. the best at his job. I well, think he is. But here's the thing. 20, 27 years in the field. And he's fired his gun like 18 times. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, when they first are talking about the, the ex-presidents, uh, like Pappas, like kind of indicates that like, that he's like a, like a, a true like pro, but like for whatever reason, something's happened that he's like down on his luck. Like that's how I, that's how I read this character is he's just like, he's been down on his luck for a while. The new captain, the young captain hates him. Like something's happened that he's now getting uh like he he's gotten blackballed for some reason that's why he gets stuck with utah in the first place so i think he's a pro but uh something happened something went wrong i think it's because everyone thinks he's crazy for thinking that's a bunch of surfers robbing banks (laughs) that's yeah no you're probably right so my favorite i have like two favorite scenes uh i have like a real favorite scene and then just like height of ridiculousness of this movie so my real favorite scene uh is uh the uh, second skydiving scene when uh, when when he jumps out without the when shoot. he jumps out without the shoot uh, and uh, my like joke favorite scene is when he when Keanu uh, when Utah like busts his knee chasing uh, chasing Patrick Swayze and then just fires unloads a magazine directly into the air yeah that drove me <laughs> nuts I was like why didn't you point some of those at him you know. <laughs> Well, he didn't want to kill him. He didn't want to kill him. He, he then loved he him. Get, well, no, then he wouldn't get her where she was. No, no, no. That wasn't happening. That hadn't that. happened yet. This was like the the first. This is when he he's just realized that uh, that Bodhi is oh. the the leader yeah, of the ex president. When he jumps over the fence, and yeah, he heard his and he name. and it. he he actually loves Bodhi. Like you know, like they're they're friends. Like he really truly likes the guy, cares for him because he knows it when they jump at like right after this is when they jump out of the airplane the first time, and he's once again like seduced by Bodie's like just I don't know his him his yeah yeah everything his, about him his persona his his attitude toward life. Speaking of that that chase scene though, that was too long. 
Can we agree on that? Like that was, way, that was way too it. long of a foot chase for him to not get him. I was like, if, if he's got, if, oh, if we're going to sure. go this long, he's either, he's got to get him or it's not going to be worth it. I disagree. I, I don't mind it. I think because we get to see uh, Bodie pick up a pit bull and throw it at John Utah, <laughs> and then John happened, Utah kick the pit bull. Yeah. <laughs> that happened pretty early in the chase, though. You know, like I, it, there was like a full minute and a half of chase after that. They could have had him chase as long as they wanted to, but because we got that pit bull scene, I I was okay with it. All right, that's fair. I remember thinking, like, did he just use a pit bull as a weapon? Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember. And then feeling did John like Utah it was just kick the? He just punts that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember it feeling too long. I remember sitting in it and being like, wow, this is going on. Like it's still going, huh? And then he, and then I was like, oh, he broke his leg. This was not worth it. I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up because like Scott, you had said that the cinematography is not that good in this movie. And I feel like it looks dated, but I feel like it was like kind of decent. I actually think the cinematography is one of its better points. One of its finer points. I I never like, I, I don't remember like any like unique shots or, I, I mean, I thought, I thought that the chase scene was shot well. And I remember um, when when John Utah shows up to his first day of work and that whole scene is like a one long shot. Yeah. And the way that it's kind of, I thought it was actually, I thought that scene was shot really well and that like it's following Johnny and John C. McGinley, which by the way, back to back John C. McGinley episodes. Yeah. Shout out to Dr. Cox. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got Dr. Cox and Johnny Utah walking through and the camera's kind of following them, but it's also kind of like like panning around to other shots in the room. And it's just like a really frantic scene. And it made me kind of feel the emotion of like what it must be like for Johnny Utah to kind of walk into this like very high energy room and like job for the first time. I thought that was like, a, I agree a, with all the dialogue in that scene as well. Like I thought it was a really good scene. And I also think that uh, my mouth just made a, a super obnoxious noise and it kind of derailed me from my thought. But uh, I I also really like all of the the cinematography from all the surfing and the skydiving scenes. I thought those were done really well. And those are very difficult shots to get. Like, you know, filmmakers always say never work with kids or animals. But like even more than that, like trying to work in work against nature and against physics is very difficult. Like filming surfing is, is not for the faint of heart because you're, you're as the camera operator constantly like you're in the water with them kind of a thing. So you're being assaulted by some of the thing, same, same forces that you're trying to capture and then skydiving, you know, like, I, I don't know. It was a, it was, I, I can't think of a movie that captured skydiving before this and uh, really done well. I don't, yeah, I, I don't, I wouldn't disagree with any of that. Yeah. I don't think I disagree. I don't have a ton of thoughts on cinematography in general. I think I've talked about how I'm not very good at uh, recognizing that. But speaking of that scene, that beginning scene uh, where they're walking through with Johnson McGinley, you know what drove me nuts about that scene? Was it the beginning? He's like, do you eat right? And then he's like, yeah, I, I eat great. I forgot what he says exactly. I take the and, skin <laughs> off chicken or whatever. Yeah. And then at the end of the scene, he picks up a donut and says, oh, I love these things. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, which is it, man? <laughs> I think that was the point. Was it that he was lying? Yeah, yeah, he was having fun with the captain. Like yeah. he, he was like, it was like showing the captain that he's going to be a troublemaker. Interesting. Yeah, Johnny Utah was so just cocky oh, right yeah. out of the gate. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. So much more than I ever would have been. Yeah, he came up to Gary Busey blindfolded, complaining about him, and then he's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Punk quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was uh, him from when he was in The Replacements. Mm, yeah, I think it is. I, I feel think like that's it's the same, same universe. Same energy. Yeah. I also, it is, yeah. Both Keanu characters. I have a question because I've never done any sort of police training, but like, <laughs> are they often going into water without the use of their eyes? You know, like why, <laughs> why is that something they were tr- like finding bricks on the bottom yeah. of the pool blindfolded? Like, why was that the training? Uh, FBI training is, uh, known to be a lot more involved than, uh, like normal cop beat cop training. But like, what, what are they, what skill, like, are they trying to dehone there? Uh, finding stuff without being able to see underwater. Yeah. 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 Find, yeah. It, it's like sensory deprivation, like trying to like, trying to problem solve with sensory deprivation and then also uh like in like putting your body in stress and trying to complete a simple task is it's a pretty common that makes sense i guess i just had i was really curious about it i was like why is this this isn't a situation they're going to encounter no most papas might agree with you yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's true he didn't seem pretty happy about having to do that that doesn't help me fire my gun in the line of duty yeah (laughs) so why am i doing it most most (laughs) training is uh like military and paramilitary training most of it is not like direct like direct direct simulation training it's just like sort of getting you in the the headspace to function under pressure it's like mr miyagi yeah, it's like Mr. Miyagi. Wax on, wax off. Yeah, but then he uses that directly to, <laughs> to block. Except when he's doing it, he's not like doing it to block anything. He's just getting used to the motions, and he's and with this, it's getting used to like the like mental motions of of the stuff going on. Yeah. All right. I agree. I agreed until Scott said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you disagree again. No, you I disagree again. About the mental motions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think about uh, Tyler, that character, the the love interest? Least favorite part of yeah, the movie. Yeah, me too. Do you know what uh, was my one of my favorite parts, though, that we came about because of her was when Keanu was doing his research on her, and then he's like, Dead parents. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using that. I don't remember that part. What, like, like, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't he exclaim doesn't say like yes. that. But it was <laughs> honestly, said, basically said here, like found my Here's the in. thing though, is that like Jake said that and my thought was like, yeah, that definitely could have, that could have happened in this movie. I don't, I feel like I was closer to it than they were. Honestly, <laughs> I don't remember for sure, but he was pretty stoked to find out her parents were dead. <laughs> <laughs> How did you guys feel about Keanu in this movie? I loved him. Yeah, I mean, he was the ultimate cool guy, Johnny Utah. How would you guys have felt, though, if Matthew Broderick played Johnny Utah? Oh, very bad. Very bad. I would have liked that. I don't think that I would have liked uh, maybe anybody else in this movie because, like Scott was saying, like, then you were saying, like, oh, like, I feel like you can get away with a certain amount of things because it's a movie led by Gary Busey and yeah. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. And they do. Like, that's the bread and butter, is doing stupid things, right? Well, apparently it wasn't for Keanu up until this. Like, he had done, like, teenage romance movies and art house films prior to this. And this was, like, his first action movie. He's actually, a lot of people, like, because of things like this, and then maybe, um, oh, I don't know. Like, a couple other movies that that came out, you know, after this, Speed. um, People, like, give him a little bit of a hard time. But he's actually, like, a really brilliant like film filmmaker and like uh like 
student of film. Like he's really an impressive professional. I've I've only seen him in like I've seen him in The Matrix. I've seen him in Bill and Ted. I've seen him in this and in John Wick. So like that's all I know is like. Yeah, can you elaborate on that? Like in in terms of just his like purely his acting or like you said filmmaker like even behind the camera. Yeah, like just uh, in behind the camera, not necessarily as like a um, like camera operator, um, but he uh, he's like put in the work and and continues to put in the work to uh, be involved with like every step of the filmmaking process. Interesting um, to just learn from the experience and expertise of the people around him. Um, there's a really fascinating, he actually made uh, a really fascinating documentary about uh, film, like the use of film versus digital um, is really good. Uh, and he interviews uh, like David Fincher and Chris Nolan and Quentin Tarantino. And like these people that have like tried to save film uh, versus like everything going digital. Um, but you get a, a really good look behind the curtain of Keanu's love, passion, and knowledge surrounding the entire filmmaking process. I feel like the things I've seen about Keanu um, a lot of times are how great he is at like his um, like fight choreography. Stunts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, his stunts and all that and like the way that he – like his – gun handling how like it's it's always like perfect form and whatnot Mm -hmm. but i feel like then i've also heard ever like it's it's always like that he's great at that and that he's a really bad actor i see i don't think he's a bad actor i actually think he's a good actor i don't know how i feel necessarily about his acting i've just always heard that and it's funny because uh this movie point break actually inspired a piece of cult theater called point break live uh, where they would have people playing all the parts except Johnny Utah, and they would pick someone from the audience to come in and play uh, Johnny, uh, so that um, wait, hold to on, simulate like bad acting. Do they exactly? Yeah, to quote unquote capture the rawness of a Keanu Reeves performance. Do they throw that audience member out of a plane? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Going back to the Matthew Broderick question. I could have I could have been down with it because you seen I, that? I feel like this character Johnny Utah is basically if Ferris Bueller became an FBI agent and or Inspector Gadget. Yes, <laughs> that's that's really interesting. Like I actually I think I would agree I, yeah, with that. I, I, like I could see that mm-hmm. he except uh, except I agree with you except for the fact that Johnny Utah is like trying to solve it. <laughs> well, that <laughs> cares, and, and he's like Ferris an, Bueller would have just he's an athlete. Surfed. Ferris Bueller is like he's a like a a loser. Maybe when he went to FBI school, he would have bulked up a little bit. <laughs> when he, but when he, when he went off to college, like he, he decided to buckle down and become a star, uh, quarterback. star quarterback. Yeah, I, uh, I did. I don't like Matthew Broderick, and I did not really like Ferris Bueller that much. But <laughs> I would have adored this movie if they did this setup as a sequel to Ferris Bueller. <laughs> no, no, no. They they do the setup for the whole thing, and I guess as a sequel to Ferris Bueller, but it's this plot, and then he just decides to blow it off for a day, <laughs> <laughs> and he's got to like hide from the bank robbers because they're doing something weird, and he's like, oh, I don't want them to see me not at work, <laughs> you know. That would have been really funny. 
Wait, I, so if he was one of the robbers? No, I'm no. sorry. If he was like, he's got to like hide from the cops at the, at the like there was a bank okay. robbery and he's like around the corner and he's like, oh no, they're going to see me not at work. Uh-huh. Like, like he's chilling at that meat sub shop and then Pappas <laughs> walks in to get two of them. Yeah. And he's got to like hide under the table. Yeah. yeah. I would have loved that as well. That would, that'd be a good movie. <laughs> that'd be a great movie. So Maddie, baby, <laughs> go, go make a sequel. Have somebody else drive you there. Well, you know, <laughs> Matthew Broderick was not the only person considered for Johnny Utah. Uh, we also had Johnny Depp, potentially. I can uh, see it. Charlie Sheen. Uh. Oh, Val Kilmer. Yeah. Huh. All right. And the only person who I think maybe would have made this movie even more insane, Willem Dafoe. <laughs> wow. I would have liked As Johnny Utah? Yeah. <laughs> Willem Dafoe playing opposite Gary Busey? That would have yeah, been. Can you imagine? No, Willem Dafoe playing opposite Patrick, Patrick Swayze. Swayze. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's true. Because I feel like a, a, such a big part of this movie is like you got your two hot leads. Yeah, absolutely. Willem Dafoe is hot. <laughs> he is hot. He, he would have been most desirable male. I mean, young Willem Dafoe's not bad looking. Uh, He's not. Bad looking. Young he's Willem not. Dafoe looks very similar to old Willem yeah, Dafoe. Yeah, like they, he's definitely not as hot as Keanu Reeves was in yeah, this movie. Definitely not. Maybe. Like he looks a little bit like a goblin. <laughs> like, a, <laughs> like a green goblin. <laughs> yeah, but no. Like I mean, he does look. He looks like a goblin. Apparently, though, uh, uh, Keanu Reeves was Catherine Bigelow's first choice the entire time. Really? So it all worked out. Yeah. I wonder why if he didn't have a history of doing anything like this. She saw the potential. Yeah. Yeah. And he's hot. He's hotter than the other guys. I mean, maybe not Johnny Depp. She's, uh, she continued to do it after the fact, uh, next week, I won't like goose this too much, but next week we're doing zero dark 30, uh, another one of her movies. And, uh, this was the first, uh, like he went from Chris Pratt went from Andy Dwyer to a member of the most elite special forces group in the world. Yeah. So like she just kind of does that kind of thing. Yeah. That was a much smaller part though. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of the hotness factor, I must say that Keanu Reeves, uh, now is much hotter than Johnny Depp now. Oh yeah, absolutely. I like Johnny Depp now. Johnny Depp's in Mm -hmm. the news a lot these days. And so I'm seeing him and I'm like, man, he did not age well. Yeah. Like he, he was, he was definitely hotter then. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think he's like, ugly you know? uh, like, i do i think I particularly he, like johnny depp from fantastic beasts with the with the clear eye with the white hair yeah that's that's my johnny depp oh okay. yeah that's my johnny into. my johnny depp is the the character from blow my johnny depp seen it. is uh wearing a tuxedo t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> my johnny depp uh has scissors for hands <laughs> and scars all over his face johnny yeah. snip fingers yeah <laughs> finger snips oh finger johnny snips, finger yeah. snips my johnny depp is a pirate all right all right we're yeah, done okay. with that. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that, that sufficiently was the last nail in that coffin also just just a sick tease for when when we do edward scissorhands later yeah with the johnny finger snips oh, i uh, thought you were gonna say we're doing pirates of the caribbean no yeah. we're definitely not uh what did you guys think of uh patrick swayze in this movie i thought Jamie. he was good i, I loved was, him in yeah this. i thought he was super cool he's he's my favorite part of the movie like, honestly calm, calm down war child is a stupid line but when he says it it's like that guy's cool oh yeah because like that that i mean obviously i don't know anything about patrick swayze as a person and uh, i'm not uh he I'm not, sounds, I'm not, he sounds cool in real life apparently he did all of his own surfing stunts so like that was all him 
But like this, if you had to like say like what kind of a person do you think Patrick Swayze is? Like aside from the bank robbery, I would say that he's Bodhi. Oh yeah, totally. Like it just feels very, very natural to him. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. I agree with you. And I was blown away when you said just now that he did his own surfing. That's what it, that's what mm-hmm. I got on online. When we first see him, he's like hanging 10. Like he's a he was a good surfer. Uh apparently there's some debate too as to whether he did his um own like skydiving stunts too. He did his own. Well, so that's what IMDb said as well, but then in a memoir he said that he actually had never skydived prior to this movie. And that, like, his brother, because, like, IMDb said he's an, uh, he's an accomplished skydiver. Uh-huh, and, like, he was, like, it said that he took, like, Gary Busey, like, yeah. after the movie was almost like, you have to go skydiving. With but then him. I guess he, like, refuted that in his own memoir, so I don't really mm. know what's true or not. I mean, anybody can put anything on IMDb trivia, so. Exactly, I don't know. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to go start putting stuff on future <laughs> movies that we're doing. <laughs> it's, Do it. It. It's like a upvote system and mm. it's like Reddit. So like you could post whatever you want, but if people don't believe it or don't find it interesting, you won't get upvoted. So I'm fine with mine being at the bottom. Kind of like when that random podcast said like, Hey, we gave this movie yeah. a thumbs up. <laughs> it was the least upvoted <laughs> trivia. Uh, we should go comment our ratings on all we of the should, movies. We should. Done. We should do that. I'm down. Didn't we make that joke when we read we that did. trivia? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. We did. Uh, <laughs> he gave me major Kurt Russell vibes. <laughs> that's that's going to be your trivia. Crazy <laughs> <laughs> <Patrick laughs> gave me serious Kurt Russell vibes in this movie. <laughs> Interesting piece of trivia. I would upvote that. <laughs> <laughs> I would upvote that too. <laughs> oh. Oh man. So, but like I just because of your joke earlier or not joke like observation or or did he really give you Kurt Russell vibes for some reason? Not in the way he like talks or acts, just the way he like looks. Just looks <laughs> like Kurt Russell to me. I don't <laughs> every time I look at him I'm like, "Wait, is this Patrick Swayze or Kurt Russell?" I don't remember. No. You didn't actually have that thought in earnest. <laughs> <laughs> did you? I I think it, yeah. Wow. Oh, my I didn't gosh. actually question who it was. I knew who it was. Okay. I knew what movie I was watching. But. Okay. Yeah. What uh, I will say, this movie always makes me want to watch more Patrick Swayze movies. I haven't seen very many. We're going to watch Ghost at some point. Are we doing Ghost? At some point, because I'm going to nominate it. All right. Yeah. I mean, I, I would definitely nominate either Dirty Dancing or Roadhouse. Dirty Both Dancing of them too, are yeah. phenomenal movies. You think Dirty Dancing is a phenomenal movie? Yeah. Okay. I, I think it's a movie it. you absolutely should have seen. I don't know if I'd say it's phenomenal. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to, if we do it, like, leave some fan expecting me to give it a perfect 10. I'm not. <laughs> I was expecting you to give it a perfect yeah, 10. Yeah, no. But when it comes to, like, pop culture references, yeah. Dirty Dancing, it's all over the place. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not saying it's it's not a movie you absolutely should have seen. It's I a good time. I don't know if I'd say it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's like this. It's it's a good time. Like the, it's a great movie. Like it's not a it's not a super perfectly executed film. I feel like this movie is a lot more fun and cool. Really, I, I'm pretty yeah. stoked to have I mean, this conversation when we do the movie. It's I'm, definitely cooler. I'm very interested to see, to hear what the Lord of Dance thinks of Dirty Dancing. Yeah, well, I mean, he hasn't seen it, so we'll <laughs> he hasn't seen it. <laughs> no, I, 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 neither I nor the Lord of the Dance has have seen it. What's the Lord of the Dance favorite movie? Uh, 
Probably like uh, probably the something from Bollywood Story or, uh, or Bollywood. I haven't seen the remake of West Side Story actually. Uh, What'd you say? I didn't hear what you said. I said probably the remake of West Side Story, but I haven't seen it, so I don't know if the dancing was good. Oh, okay, dude. Pro- honestly, step probably up one, two, three, or four. <laughs> no, <laughs> not pro- save the last dance. No, probably a Bollywood movie. Yeah. like uh, Le- Lagan. Lagan yeah. is uh, Lord of the Dance's favorite movie. I yeah. was gonna say that's interesting that you went to the remake of West Side Story since he was very critical of the original. That's why I just assumed that the remake would be better. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was in my opinion, it was. I I still haven't watched it. I want to get around to it. Do you think Patrick Swayze is a good dancer? Was no. I feel like Patrick or Swayze? Was. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he was good at anything he could. He put his mind to. He seemed like the kind of guy who could just be good at everything. I think so too. And but you weren't jealous of him, like like you're just like man, he's just so cool, you know. Because okay. he's also a nice guy. Like yeah. he's a cool guy, but a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't strike me as someone who would be a nice guy. Like, really? No. Oh, I, he I get major like douche vibes from him. Uh, what? No. Yeah. I, I, he seemed speaking to, ill of the dead here. I know right? it doesn't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> he seemed like a like a a really nice guy, like a chill guy. Like he's, he's definitely a, a an actor that I would have wanted to spend a day hanging. He out saves with. Johnny Utah from War Child and Anthony <laughs> Kiedis. <laughs> no, I'm talking about real life, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> his characters in Jake, the movie. Is Anthony Kiedis playing Anthony Kiedis? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just apparently, himself. <laughs> also, a little bit of trivia. Apparently, like, anyone who was involved in, like, a fight scene in this movie got, like, fight training, like, for the choreography. Yeah. Oh, like, so you're saying... Except it was- Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> he was, like, busy. So they just have him get knocked out instantly. <laughs> I was going to say, so you're saying if I rush the stage at a RHCP concert, I'm going to meet with something bad, but... No, no. you could beat Anthony <laughs> Kiedis up probably. Uh, okay. <laughs> he didn't That's get good that training. I still don't know who Anthony Kiedis is. Dude, lead singer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Well, I don't think Scott knows who the Red Hot Chili Peppers are. <laughs> I mean, I do know them. Okay, but I don't. I don't know his face. Like even when you, we've been talking about it, and I know he's in a movie I just watched. I can't even picture him. That's I'll fair. show you after. Yeah, we'll have to. We'll have to put that on the gram. We'll have who to does, do. Who uh, does he look similar to that I would know? Probably Anthony no Kiedis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a I very like distinct face. Besides the drummer who looks eerily like Will Ferrell, I feel like the rest of those guys look very distinct. On like a no scale, one looks like Anthony Kiedis or Flea. On a scale yeah, absolutely. of uh, Patrick Swayze at the top. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's him kind of old with a bad Patrick, haircut. Look so up Anthony Kiedis point pa- break. Patrick, yeah, that's good idea. Patrick Swayze at, at as a 10 <laughs> and uh, Andy, uh, Andy Circus as a, as a 1. Where does uh, this guy sit? Four or five? Yeah, four or five. When he was young, mm, he looks the same. <laughs> he, he looks like a fool in this movie. <laughs> he does it look like honestly a fool. looks like a more jacked uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Dude, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> like almost exactly what I was about to say. Like maybe when uh, whenever uh, they do a, a biopic about the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Sasha Baron Cohen can play oh, him. He for sure. Can play him. <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen, who is like sixty now, yeah. <laughs> or maybe Rami Malek. Oh, Ugh. nice. What did, what did Anthony Kiedis do to deserve that? <laughs> they look similar. No, no. I, oh, I thought you were referring to how Sasha Baron Cohen almost played Freddie Mercury. Right. And then they got Raimi. What? Yeah, you, yeah. Did you not hear that? No, he's way too old. Well, not at the time. Wait, when was, when was that movie? I don't know. A few years ago. 17, 2017. Yeah. He had I don't to be think... like a young man, Freddie Mercury. 
Uh, dude, I mean, he played CG and makeup. I know, these days. yeah, yeah like, that's true. He played, uh, he played Abby Hoffman, like in, uh, like last year or two years ago in Trial of Chicago Seven, and at the ta- at the time, Abby Hoffman was like thirty. Yeah, I didn't know how old he anybody played John was. John Gerard. That was twenty years ago. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was twenty years. Ago. I'm pretty sure that Sasha Baron Cohen is a big reason why that movie even got made in the first place. Really? Because he was originally the one who was going to do it, and it was like him and Brian May were trying to figure out like how they could make this movie. But Sasha Baron Cohen wanted to make a more like kind of realistic depiction uh-huh. that wouldn't have painted Freddie Mercury in a great light, uh-huh. and the rest of Queen did not like that, and then they split, and they got Rami Malek to do whatever queen wanted him to do. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember there were some like images released, I think of uh Sasha Baron Cohen as Freddie Mercury and he looked just like him. I'll have to look those up. I would say they look similar that cause I wasn't thinking that when I said that, but I said it cause I, I thought, thought they you similar. were referring to that. Uh, uh-uh. no, I just agree that they look similar. Yeah. I really hate Remy Malek's face. If I'm honest. You just hate Rami Malek. Sure, but a lot of that has to do with his face. I've been realizing oh. he's a very punchable face. But I feel like he looks just like <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen. You don't feel like that way about Sasha Baron Cohen. No, I don't. I don't think that they look or that whatever. I don't see it. Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> wow. Ted Lasso. I, I know who he <laughs> is, but it's Anthony, just Anthony Kiedis. Anthony Kiedis. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Rami Malek and Sasha Baron Cohen look that similar. I don't either. I don't think they do at all. About as much as Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's accurate. Sorry, I'm just having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. What do you say uh, we put this one in the books? We, yeah, uh, we, we, we send it out into the giant Australian wave. Yeah. What, what was the lore that we'd created around this? That, that once we review it, it gets erased from history. I think so. I think nobody oh, can yeah. watch point break. Yeah. No, one I can watch. remember this. Yeah. Lore. It's the Lord of the dance. <laughs> what? No, I think it was just something else. It was something else that, oh. that we had, we had come up with this lore that, uh, that, that once it's in the books, it's, it's out of uh, it, we, history. It's as if we're in that movie where that guy is the only person who remembers the Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. Except for it's just with every movie we've was ever this reviewed. on pod. Was I here for this? I'm sure I you were. So. I'm sure you were. You might have yeah. been mentally checked out. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember that at all. It was something we said once. It yeah. wasn't as reoccurring as like Lord of the Dance. Okay. All right, Zach, you're up first. Uh, mm, I'm gonna give this movie a six point nine. Uh, big waves. <laughs> big waves. I'm going to give this movie 6.7 uh, vaults broken into by surfers. Jake? Uh, I'm going to give this a 6.500% Utah's. <laughs> Ty. And uh, I'm going to give this 7.5 Bodhisattvas. Can I say real quick, uh, one of my favorite parts of this movie too that I wanted to talk about and forgot about was I, I just love how, like only this movie could do this to where like, Johnny Utah figures out it's the ex-presidents because one of the surfers moons his friend. <laughs> and they have a similar tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> that is pretty like, solid. Oh, yeah, I've seen that butt before. Uh, mark that as 6.6, please, after what Zach just said. I just cracked the case. <laughs> I'm glad that that talked you up a little bit. Yeah, that's solid. I forgot so, Ty, that. would you say you like this more than Lethal Weapon? Yeah. Or it's just better than Lethal Weapon. Okay. Yeah. This comes out to a 68% on uh, Rotten Potatoes. Once again, 
The other guys gave this a 69%, and hmm. IMDb gave it a 7.3. Wow. So we're right there. Yeah. Right in line with the other guys, for sure. They got it right for once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely like this. I like this more, like we had talked about Lethal Weapon and Speed. I like this, and I think they're. I think this is a better movie than Lethal Weapon or Speed. That's fair. Yeah. I think out of those three, I think I like Speed the most, personally. I would also probably agree that it's critically not as good as the other ones. Yeah. I like them all real similar. Like they're all real close to me. I think Speed is my least favorite. I, I like the Lethal Weapon a lot. I hope we're still doing Lethal Weapon 2. I've been, like, after the first, uh, like, you know, few picks that I've had, I've been really considering abandoning Lethal Weapon 2. I, I kind of like it because it's slated for July 4th. I'm oh, excited. Well, I it, mean, that's a pretty good... It's honestly... We it's can like do an Independence America Day movie. 2 resurgence. Is is Gary Busey in Lethal Weapon 2? No. <sighs> no, he's only in the first one. Yeah. Did he die in the first one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's bad. Yeah, he's, he's he get, a villain. It, he gets, like, shot from a helicopter in the middle of a house, right? That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After Mel Gibson beats the crap out of him. Yeah. In, like, a suburban front yard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, not from a helicopter. You remember, uh, like Mel Gibson's being cradled gently by Danny Glover and then he like pulls the gun and then they like both turn and shoot him together. Oh yeah. 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 No, I was thinking about the other guy that I'm was so there excited the, like, for house. Yeah. the spooning double <laughs> shot. The spooning double shot. I'm so excited that, for Lethal Weapon 2. That rivals the, uh, the under the stroller on yes, the stairs absolutely, shot. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but it's better. Yeah. It's better for sure. It's a lot better. It, it's so funny to me because these don't strike me as Zach enjoyable movies. No, the, the, uh, uh, I see it. Yeah. They're fun. They're cool. Yeah. Well, what movie are we doing uh, next week? I know you already kind of mentioned it earlier. But- yeah. So uh, we're taking a, a leap forward in time for Catherine Bigelow. This was our, our the first Catherine Bigelow movie that we've done. And then we're, we're doing back to back. And so we're doing Zero Dark 30 next week. 21 years later. Yeah. Very different vibes. <laughs> Very different vibes. Yeah. Very different. There's a vibe shift somewhere in Catherine Bigelow's career. I think it was uh, Hurt Locker was the vibe shift. Probably was. Yeah. And I had really, well, I, I'll save it for next week. I think we're doing Hurt Locker at some point too, aren't we? Well, I had, I had really gone back and forth between doing Hurt Locker or Zero Dark Thirty. And mm. last year I had slated Hurt Locker and then I pulled it and replaced it with Zero Dark Thirty and then it got pushed. Got it. So anyway, uh, Jake, do you have any final thoughts before we get out of here? Caught my first tube today. <laughs> <laughs>